Jeffrey says that you can't improve your looks, that it's all down to genetics. If you're not six foot three, then you should just kill yourself. The black pill is truth. But Jeffrey doesn't realize that there are many things that we can improve through looks maxing. Adonis. Adonis is a beautiful, handsome man. All of the women go crazy for Adonis. Hell, even the men go crazy for Adonis. Just look at him. But he wasn't always like this. Adonis started off near the bottom. He was overweight and he had poor style. He had acne and he improved all of these things. It was hope and faith that allowed Adonis to make this much progress. I'm not going to waste your time. The single best thing that you can do as a young man to improve your looks is to build an aesthetic physique. A lot of guys go to the gym and a lot of guys build muscle. They do calisthenics, but they do it in a way which, you know, fair enough, if they want to like do it their way, fine. But if you want to look good through muscle and through losing fat, it needs to be specifically an aesthetic physique that prioritizes the six aesthetic muscles. We'll speak more about those six aesthetic muscles later on. My name is Hamza and I think I've went through a very, very good looks maxing journey. When I was 15, 16, 17 years old, I looked like this. Here's some of my newest Instagram pictures where I personally, bro, I look fucking good. In the week modern day, we're not allowed to celebrate our accomplishments. I'm not allowed to say that I'm proud of the progress that I've made, that I think I look good because it offends weak people. If you're that sensitive that if you hear a man acknowledge his pride for some accomplishment that he's worked hard for and that offends you, it sucks to be you. If it inspires you, then continue watching. I hope this video will change your life. I highly, highly suggest you watch this video in order. Don't click around. I usually, when I'm like a little bit bored of a video or, you know, I don't have much time, I'll start clicking around to the bits that I think is most interesting. When you do that, you just don't end up learning as much. If you really want this video to help you, like you'll follow it all the way through. Don't click around. Take your hand off the mouse. Stop scrolling down to the fucking comments. You don't need more dopamine. If you give this video your full attention and also follow the actionable steps that I lay out, I promise by the end of the time that you finish this video, your looks will improve by at least one point, like one out of 10, which is fairly significant over the course of like an hour long video. So don't skip around. You don't have to watch the entire video straight away. You can take breaks and everything, but just watch it all in order. I placed it in order for a reason. The most important thing that we first have to cover is mindset and mental health. Because looks maxing your physical appearance is a very sensitive, emotional subject for the majority of people. And it's very, very easy to sink into negative mental states and you know, to feel bad because we're going to talk about things that make you attractive or unattractive. It's so easy to hear some of these things think like, oh, well, I've got that. I'm ugly. I feel bad. I, I don't like myself. In this space of talking about like male physical attractiveness, it brings a lot of like young guys who are kind of like incels who like we have to take this seriously because... There is like a full-on mental health crisis for young men and no one wants to talk about it. Guys are killing themselves because of stuff like this. Not so much just because of how they look, but because of what their looks result in in the world. We totally understand, let's be honest, we totally understand that advice that we've been given our entire lives. You know, just be yourself and you'll find the perfect... We know that's fucking bullshit. We all know deep down, as much as, you know, all these like guys online want to sell us fucking courses of like, oh, it doesn't matter what you look, there's three-step program and uh, Instagram DM course, shut the fuck up. Anyone who's selling you this shit who doesn't say, yep, you've got to be attractive in the modern day. You've got to be. That isn't to say you've got to be like a model and you've got to have perfect like fucking eyelid genetics or some shit, but you've got to at least improve your looks because it is a facet to the dating market. It's, a, it's like a part of the value that you bring when you're dating, even in all kinds of relationships, friendships, business partners, your life is just going to be better when you're more attractive. There is such a thing called the halo effect. The halo effect is where attractive people are treated better simply because we think they're better people just because they're attractive. 
if there's two people, there's two women. One is a beautiful woman with like an hourglass shape and the other one is an overweight woman who you're not attracted to at all. You will automatically, within a split second of your like subconscious processing, think that the more attractive woman, especially with the hourglass shape, we're gonna talk about this, we're automatically gonna assume she's a better person and we wanna be around her more. Her personality might be horrible and yet we'll be nicer to her. It's the sad reality of like evolution. You know, it's like science shit, like evolution and natural selection. But it is the truth of what happens. Now we can sit here and complain about it. And many, many people do this in the modern day. They've got that body positivity shit. We can sit here, complain and say, well, it, it's shallow. And it, it's shallow to improve your appearance. Shut the fuck up. Okay, yeah, it is shallow. But this game exists and we are all players of this game. If you're going to play the game, you may as well win the game. To go forward from here for the rest of the video and also for the rest of your looks maxing journey, your journey to improve your physical appearance, have this kind of curious, fun mindset to this. Really almost with a sense of like excitement, think to yourself, okay, what else can I improve about my looks? Well, I, I could reduce my body fat percentage, I could build more muscle, I can improve my, my fashion, my hair and everything. See it with like a sense of excitement and positivity rather than negativity. It's really, really important for you to be somewhat aware of your brain's like thoughts as this video goes along. Are you getting like a lot of negative thoughts because of the things we're talking about here? If you look over a bunch of my other videos, I'm usually such like a no BS practical. Let's jump right in. Let's go with step number one straight away. The reason why I'm giving this huge disclaimer before we actually get into like the looks maxing advice is because no matter how much you improve your looks, if your mental health is bad, you're not even gonna enjoy life. So you could have the best looks ever, full on like Chad, Hunter eyes, all this like perfect, you know, 10 out of 10 body and everything. There's guys who have that, they literally kill them. I've, I've made this video before, like Chad's literally killed themselves. Without mental health, we are absolutely nothing. And no one really says this to young men these days. So it's of utmost importance that you maintain your mental health through the mental health practices that I recommend. You can just literally search on YouTube if you want, like Hamza mental health, Hamza meditation is one of the things I suggest and gratitude journaling. Just those two things will really help you. You can just search it on YouTube if you want to get some of that advice. Finally, there is one major mindset which will really, really help you here. And that is to put all of your time, your thoughts, your energy onto the things that you can progress and put absolutely zero thoughts onto the things that you can't. There are many men who have already watched this video just before you and they have this sense of like hatred towards me, to themselves and to the world because they're right now fixated on the things that they can't change. Their skin color, their race, some like facial features that can't be improved on. You can't allow your brain to fixate on the things you can't change. There's absolutely no benefit to you at all. You should be forcing your brain to think thoughts that are beneficial for you. The majority of young men don't do this. That's why, like, quite frankly, the most young men are like lazy, unsuccessful, simply because they don't, like, you want my number one success tip, control your brain. It's as simple as that. You want to make 10 times more money than everyone else, control your brain. Everyone just allows their natural thoughts to occur. And your natural thoughts are usually going to be fucking assholes to yourself. And so the majority, and probably you, right? The majority of men, but probably you, probably me, we will get thoughts which belittle us and say, oh, but you're brown skinned, but your ear looks like this, but you're born with this genetic deformity, but you're not six foot seven. Our brain will process these and it's so important for you to almost challenge that and say, no, shut the fuck up brain. Shut the fuck up, Jeffrey brain. I'm gonna focus on the things I can change, like my body fat percentage. So like I said at the start of this video, the most important thing that you can focus on, the highest ROI, return on investment, thing that you can improve to improve your looks, is your physique. 
And specifically, because there's a lot of guys who go to the gym, isn't there? There's a lot of guys who go to the gym, they build some muscle, but then you always hear them say the same kind of meme joke, which is, oh, I thought going to the gym and building muscle would help me get girls, but so far I've only got compliments from guys. I hear that. And I, I like this video is going to include a lot of like humble brags. And it's not even fucking humble brags. I'm, I'm totally bragging when I say this, right? That didn't fucking happen to me. This is what my physique looks like now. I built like a sexy physique that quite frankly gets me like lusted over. It's the kind of physique, bro. I put pictures of myself on Tinder just recently. I got over a hundred likes within the first like few hours because this kind of physique, I, yeah, I'm, I'm totally like, oh, oh my God, he's so Eric, shut fuck up, right? I'm gonna have to be like bragging in this video. This is the kind of physique that women literally write about in like their erotica novels. This is the kind of physique that they find. Obviously there's some women who prefer like dad bods and skinny guys, but the overwhelming majority of women prefer like a lean, muscular, V-taper aesthetic physique. The majority of guys who go to the gym aren't actually on a workout routine that prioritizes the six aesthetic muscles that actually makes them look attractive. Like they go to the gym and follow the standard, like three times a week, full body compound strength, strength, what the fuck, strong lifts five times five. They follow these kind of routines, which are good for making muscle and progress, but your body will not look aesthetic, like aesthetically pleasing from that. The six aesthetic muscles that you need to focus on growing so that your body looks more attractive are your neck. I'll explain these. I know this is going to sound weird. Your neck, your upper traps, your lateral delts, your upper chest, your lats, and your abs. This is where most people start spazzing out. Well, what about legs? Are you saying? Obviously still train the rest of your body, but just know that these six muscles are like the special ones that just give you your, your highest like bang for your buck, you know, the highest ROI in terms of just being more attractive to women. And why is that? Why is it these six specific muscles that just make you more attractive compared to you know just training the rest of your body because as a man the single most attractive part of you is simply just the shape of your body and this is from a distance obviously if you we're going to compare like selfies then the guy of course with the most attractive face is going to be the highest attractive but in terms of like okay real life there's someone there's a man over there the instant attraction comes when a man has a v taper in his upper body this is like scientifically proven shit it's like you need a ratio from your shoulder width to your waist width of like one to 1.6. There's like a certain number. Essentially what it just means is that your shoulders and your back have to be like this. So your waist is skinnier than your shoulders and your back. And for the majority of guys are shaped more like this or even worse, more like this. You need a physique which is like this. You build this kind of physique by focusing on those six aesthetic muscles. A man with a V-taper like this is very similar to a woman with an hourglass shape. A woman with an hourglass shape is when her hips are quite wide, her waist is slim, and then her breast area is wide again. So it creates like this kind of curve inside of her body. We find that just naturally, instantly attractive. If there's a woman 20 meters away and she has that shape of her body, within a split second, our brain knows, okay, she's attractive. She looks fertile. We want to sleep with her. This is all like subconscious, evolutionary, caveman kind of things. And the same for a woman. When a woman sees, uh, they can lie about this and say, oh, well, I don't think this. It's subconscious. When a woman sees a man who has this shape in his upper body where his shoulders and his, the top of his back is wider than his waist, this instant attraction, it symbolizes strength, it symbolizes muscle, it symbolizes good genetics. So how do you actually build that physique in the six muscles? I've done a couple of videos on my channel where I went more into detail on like this aesthetic body. I think it's like a completely hidden thing that the majority, all these like fitness influencers, all these guys online, none of them talk about this because just going to the gym is like, you know, the conventional advice that's thrown out to young guys, but you need to focus on the muscles that are actually attractive if this is your goal. If you just want to go to the gym to be healthy, fair enough, that's, that's awesome. But 
in my opinion, you may as well go for the extra benefit of being conventionally attractive because it is so important in the modern day. A lot of people call me shallow for this. You can make your own judgments. If it is shallow, then yep, I'm shallow, but I want to be attractive. I want to have a physique that makes me proud because I think to myself, yep, this is the kind of body that attracts the opposite sex and I want that in my life. I hate this modern day bullshit where we're not allowed to admit that yes, we want the attraction from the opposite sex or the same sex if you're homosexual. We're not allowed to admit that yep, I want girls in my life because it's so cool to say like, oh no, uh, be yourself, king. You don't, shut the fuck up. You don't need it any, shut up. Uh, d d shut up, fucking, oh men going there, shut the fuck up. It's so fucking attractive for guys to say like, oh, well, all women are hoes and for all women to say like, oh, all men ain't shit, all men are, shut the fuck up. Fucking cringe. Bro, I want attraction from girls. It's time like you actually heard someone say that with some fucking confidence and pride. Yes, of course I want to be attracted to girls. Of course I do. But we're not allowed to say, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking uncool for saying that because I'd be such, such more of like a fucking Sigma male if I told you like, oh, don't do anything for girls, bro. Bro, shut the fuck up. Anyone you hear talking like this where they're saying like, oh, just focus on yourself, King. Just know that they're fucking cringe, bro. I think they're cringe and you make your own judgment. So you can find the videos where I've spoke about those specific muscles. Literally just go onto Google, just search like Hamza aesthetic body. And there's a couple of videos where one of them's got like two point something million uh, views as well so you can just click on that one and learn from that linked in the description of this video way at the bottom is my course it's like a 200 dollars program with everything i think you'd need to build your aesthetic bodies like all the workout routines everything like that you can look at that if you want if you like wanted to spend money you don't have to you can find all this information online for free anyway it's just if you want it like packaged in a certain way and you want to buy something from me but there's no pressure whatsoever your body fat percentage is as important if not even more important than your actual muscle mass and the ideal body fat percentage that you want to aim for is between 10 and 12. What this means is pretty much you've got like a rock solid six pack. You don't have that much like fat over your muscles. I'm probably like 12 to 13% body fat, probably about 13% body fat now. I've been bulking for a couple of weeks. This is the body fat percentage where most guys will have like veins in their abs and everything. You want to be that lean because it really makes your muscles just look a lot better and leaner. And the lean look is always, always more attractive than the bulky look. Of course, bulk to make muscle and to get stronger in the gym and make progress. But in terms of, okay, which one's just more attractive, the lean look is always better because of the added bonus of what it does to your face. A lean, angular face with like tight skin is the single best thing that you can do to improve your physical attractiveness. And there's one sort of hidden bonus with being lean or, you know, being on a cut, cutting down that the majority of people have never spoke about. I learned this from the YouTuber First Man and it's eating a low carb diet. Carbs, like this is science shit, but carbs kind of like make you retain water and it adds kind of puffiness to your appearance. So right now I'm on a very, very high carb diet, like 450 grams per day. I'm literally fucking stuffing myself with carbs. And so within literally the space of like two weeks, like I was really lean. If there's some pictures of me, we'll have them up. A few weeks into Thailand, I'd lean down. I was training Muay Thai every single day. I didn't even drink. I wasn't eating any junk food, literally just eating Thai food, which is just chicken and rice and like noodles and rice. I got very, very lean, nice, like sharp face. And as soon as I went on this bulk, within two days, I noticed like an increase of puffiness and like a loss of leanness in my face, like, you know, grabbable mass here, which I didn't have just a few days ago just because I've drastically upped the carbs so when you're cutting and you've just got less calories and therefore less carbs you'll almost instantly appear leaner which is really nice too the next big thing that you have total control over to improve your looks is your hair and for a long time I thought that your hairstyle didn't really matter that much because like a really attractive guy with pretty much any hairstyle is still attractive and so I overlooked how important this was but the truth is that a clean haircut like you know a recent haircut which is quite like nice faded and everything it honestly improves your looks by like one out of 10, maybe even a little bit more. And it literally takes like 
two hours to go and get. It's one of the fastest things, you know, like the aesthetic body, like dropping body fat or gaining muscle. That takes weeks or months or even years to build. Getting like a whole one point of attractiveness can literally take like an hour or two just going to the barbers. So it's very, very worthwhile. This has actually been a struggle for me for most of my life. I've always had a sense of resistance going to the barbers. Now I can just, you know, this could be a basic ass guide where I could tell you, yeah, like get this hairstyle and you'll look more attractive. But really what's more important than that is just frequently going to the barbershop. The actual hairstyle that you get, whether it's like, oh, it's, it's this way or it's this way, or, you know, it's this size. That's a lot less important than just simply going to the barbers every one to three weeks maximum. You need like a clean fade and it's, it's what the barber will do. As soon as it's been around two weeks since you've had a haircut, your hair starts overgrowing in a way that just looks unkept and unattractive. And so pictures of me, in high school and in college. College is like the thing that we have after high school, but before university in the UK. Pictures of me then, you can literally see that my hair was like long and unkept. It's simply because I didn't like going to the barbers. I had this mindset that like I really didn't want to go. I think it started from childhood because I had like a very, very ticklish like face and neck. And so when the barber would be doing the back of my neck, I literally couldn't even, like it was, you know, like being tickled. Sometimes it's kind of like nice and funny, but like sometimes it's actually like fucking it, like annoying and like painful. That's the kind of like ticklish neck that I had when I was younger and so I've had like resistance going to the barbershop for literally most of my life apart from the last six months so for most of my adult years I was going to the barbershop like every month less sometimes two months or, or worst of all and you might have tried this worst of all I cut my own hair now, if you are like a professional barber or you really, really are good at cutting your own hair and everyone's like, oh my God, wow, okay, fair enough. But if you're like a normal guy like me and you're cutting your hair just to save time, money, or the fact that you don't want to go to the, to the barbershop, it is so detrimental. Right now, you might have some limited beliefs saying like, wait, it's not worth the time or the money for me to go get a haircut. It's the money thing for a lot of young guys. They say like, oh, but it's too expensive. That I would say to use as motivation to skyrocket your income. If you're a young, ambitious man, you should be thinking to yourself, you know what? Like, bro, I take pride in my appearance. I want to look like I've been you know, keeping up with the barbershop. I don't want to have to try and save $10, $20 by not going and like lowering my appearance. But something that's so important is how you look. And, you know, people say it's shallow, but it is so incredibly important, valued and judged to have like a hit to your appearance simply because you can't afford like a $20 how much a haircut in America they're like 10 to 15 pounds in the UK simply because you can't afford that it should make you a little bit pissed off like I'm kind of going on a side tangent but we as young men bro we need some male aggression if this has been like conditioned out of us by like the feminine society we need some male aggression that you can't afford consistent haircuts you need to feel aggressive towards it and say why the fuck am I so broke why is my income so low that I can't even if you're like 15 years old you should have these thoughts you should be a little bit pissed off and okay how do I start making money right now if this aggression this sense of agitation frustration that causes a young man to be productive and start learning a high level skill or business when he's so young. It's so easy. Most young guys do this. It's so easy to just throw your hands up and say, nope, haircut's too expensive. I can't do it. You should not just have this defeatist attitude. You should be asking yourself, okay, how could I afford it? Don't just say I can't afford it. Say, okay, how could I afford it? Because this is an important part of your life. And one of the things I didn't say at the start, especially with hair for some reason, is that it really does affect your self-image and your self-esteem. As much as like we can say, oh, well, I don't care. And you know, I'm not going to go for a haircut. You can't help but feel a little bit worse about yourself when you are unkept. 
you just can't and then when you do like there's this you know like a meme online of when guys get like a fresh fade and we feel like so confident so sexy and a week later we we lose that and you can make some philosophical debate like oh well you should have that confidence all the time but of course your level of confidence is tied to how you look and feel and it is absolutely normal to feel better when you look better and so for most of my life i lived with that handicap of not having my hair like clean and tidy with the barber shop that's the most important part in terms of what haircut to actually get there's too many like hairstyles and head shapes for me to actually discuss but in general you'd probably be safe with going for the undercut the undercut is like the normal sort of like modern day almost fuckboy haircut where it's short on the sides and back and it's got a bit longer where you can do like this with the top of your hair I've experimented with different hairstyles. I've trimmed my entire hair off. This by far, at least for me, is the most attractive hairstyle that I've had. It's the one which gets me the most compliments. And when I have this kind of hair, it's also when I attract the most women into my life. It might not be the same for you. There might be a different hairstyle, which is way more attractive on like your head shape or your style. But if you're very uncertain, you know, if you're like a young guy, you've never really had like a concrete hairstyle that really works for you. Just go with one like this. You can just go to Google, search undercut, choose one of the pictures that looks nice, go to a barber shop and just show them the picture. It'll cost you like 15 pounds. It'll take two hours out of your day and it'll be a significant improvement to your appearance, which is so worth it in my opinion. Along with getting haircuts, you also have to learn how to style your hair because go to the professional to get your haircut, but it's very, very unlikely that anyone watching this is gonna have a professional who would style their hair every single day. If you're like a very like wealthy, rich person, you might get some stylist to come you know, see you and style your hair properly. That'd be amazing. But for the majority of us, we have to do it ourselves every single morning. This is something that I overlooked for a long time. So of course, I wouldn't be getting my hair cut, but I wouldn't even style it either. Or worst of all, I used to just style it with water, thinking that it would do anything. So in the morning before like I'd go to school or college, I'd literally just wet my hands, style it, make it look pretty good. And literally within five minutes, it would just dry and you know, like not look as good. Then every time I'd go to the toilet, I'd like neurotically try and style it again with water. And of course it wouldn't stay. To style your hair and make it look good, you need to get like some hair product, like gel or wax. You can literally just go to any big supermarket and just go to like the men's sort of deodorant and shaving cream section and they'll have like pictures of like hair stuff inside of like little tubes. Buy a couple of them and just like experiment. If you got just a couple of them, brought them back and spent like 20 minutes just sort of styling it, you know, wetting your hair, picking it all out and then styling a different one and just practicing, you'd be so much better at this skill than you would the version of yourself where you don't even bother with this because you say it's like, oh, it's too expensive to buy these or it's not even worth my time to go and do it. If you're someone who doesn't go for haircuts consistently because of some level of friction, just like I used to have, the single best thing you can do is just get consistent and going and you will get to that point when you have like a consistent barbershop that you actually like. So there was a long time when there was like no barbershop that I liked and you know, I'd go and they'd like fuck on my hair and stuff and I hated them and you just kind of like, as he's like messing up your fucking hair and he's like pushed up this far, you just sat there silently just thinking negative thoughts instead of actually saying anything to him which is so interesting because that's that's what a lot of guys do don't they the hair's getting ruined and they won't say anything because they don't have the confidence which now feels so strange for me maybe i'm a lot more confident now than i used to be where like i specifically like you know tell the barber what i want and even halfway through i'll stop him and like i'll you know like it's okay to do that maybe one time i'll actually record like an entire haircut so you can see my sort of energy with my barber there's a guy that i go to really nice barbershop here in Koh Samoy in thailand because i'm traveling here and it, it was the last time i went for a haircut i was really aware of like how many times i gave him like instructions and i stopped even when he was cutting i, like, I, said, I said to him like stop and let me look and i was oh yeah uh, push this up a little bit more please stuff like that i never had the confidence for previously so maybe i'll make like a whole separate guide for this but just in general whatever you want if there's instructions to give just give it that no one's going to be offended and it does take like a certain level of like courage and confidence to kind of speak up and say like yo bro you ruined my fucking hair bro relax but 
it is worth it and he's not gonna be offended no one's gonna think wait oh my god he's he's telling the barber what kind of haircut he wants like it's expected for you to say those things so many young guys just stay silent and that's how you end up getting a bad haircut the way to find a good barber is simply just shop around. Go to 10 different barber shops, like within a three mile radius of your house. Maybe you have to take public transport. You hopefully you've got your own car or a bicycle. Go to like different ones. And there'll be one where you're just made to feel like so comfortable. You even have a laugh with the barber. You're like feeling good. He gives you a pretty good haircut. That's the one that you wouldn't even mind going even further for. And you'd happily go consistently. Like I've had some trash guys who I resented going to. And because of that, I would wait like a month or two months before getting it cut. Let's talk about facial hair and specifically the beard. Chances are you should go clean shaven just as a blanket statement for the majority of young men Most young men try to grow some facial hair They can't grow a good-looking beard and they end up looking way way worse with like pathetic Strands of hair just popping out of their face for the majority of young men You'd look better clean shaven or just grab like a beard trimmer take the the guard off So it's just literally the empty razor and just take it all off nice and easy most young men would look better than that You'll know Within an instant, if your facial hair looks attractive, if it looks like it can, you can grow a full beard. Oh, it's like raining. Mate, when it rains here, it gets so beautiful. If you do have the beard genetics, the single best thing you can do to look better is simply just make sure it's kept. Almost every one, two to three days, you should use your beard trimmer, know what sizes like your, your beard looks good with and go over it. There were many, many times where, for example, six, seven days in a row, I wouldn't touch my beard because I wanted to grow out. And because of that, it would grow unevenly and look way, way worse. So we'll have some pictures where my beard looked like very nice, clean and groomed. And you can maybe use that for inspiration. I would get a lot of compliments on my beard. Like I would always see like people discussing my beard and asking me like how to grow a beard like this. And I didn't do really anything special. I'll be totally honest. A lot of it is genetics apart from maintaining the beard, which is your conscious effort to make sure that it looks aesthetic. I follow First Man, the YouTuber, first man his advice he has this course which he talks about in his videos it's quite an affordable online course it's called like the better looking man course i bought that and in it he has a video where he takes you into his bathroom and he shows you exactly how he does his beard and so i followed the same guidelines the main thing i remember from that beard with the style which really seems to have helped how good my beard look right now obviously I've, I've trimmed down but the main thing i learned from him which really helped me was how to do the neckline and he said to leave like an inch on the chin area and less than an inch around the cheeks that made my neckline look pretty aesthetic if you can't grow a beard and you want to, the standard advice is wait for your genetics to kick in. Now, how your genetics works is like proper science-y stuff that we don't need to get into. I'm going to tell you the bro science version. This is the kind of things that gets me a lot of hate because all these nerds will come in with their like key terms and shit. I'm telling you that this is the right way to think about it. Pretend like you have the genetics to grow a beard. Just pretend, like almost make yourself falsely believe like, yep, beards run in my family. I'm definitely destined to have a beard. I just need to activate it. And then ask yourself, okay, how would a man activate his beard? Well, he would become more manly, more masculine. He would take responsibility. He would accumulate power and resources. Become more of a man and you will get your beard. All these nerds start panicking when I say this shit. Uh, Pseudo science and like, uh, you've got to have the... Just shut the fuck up, bro. Because if your genetics are such that you can never have a beard, okay, fair enough. But then nothing has changed for you. But the power of belief, I know this sounds like wishy-washy, but the power of your belief, what you believe, you don't realize how powerful you don't realize how how effective it is think about this like all scientists it's actually a mission for them to figure out any kind of treatments that's more effective than the placebo effect the placebo effect is just your belief scientists literally struggle with finding something that's as effective as your belief so if you want to grow a beard believe and visualize that you are destined to get one as soon as you become more masculine
and then commit to becoming more masculine. This is what I did, right? I was supposed to have a beard. Like my brother got his beard age 16, 17. I'm age 21, 22 with like just a bit of like a bit of stubble. I literally convinced myself, okay, I'm going to get a beard if I become more masculine, if I take more responsibility. I made this channel, started leading men to improve their lives. Way more responsibility, way more leadership, way more masculinity. My beard came out of nowhere. And all these little nerds will say, well, oh, coincidence. You be the judge. Another part of facial hair that you can improve is your eyebrows. I have an eyebrow slit, which I get a lot of compliments from girls from, and they say like, it's really sexy. But the number one thing with your eyebrows, make sure they're groomed. This almost pisses me off. Do you know how easy it is for so many guys to knock up like one, two points in attractiveness, literally just grab your beard razor and just take off the fucking mono. I can't believe guys don't do this. Look right now, pause the video right now, go to the toilet, go to the mirror. If you've got hair here, bro, the, the simplest way to not look unattractive is just grab a fucking razor and just trim that, that monobrow hair here. So many guys have that shit and I just think to myself, like, it's so fucking easy for you to look so much more attractive. It's like such a weird, unattractive, I don't know why we think it's so unattractive, like having hair here because it's natural, but so many guys just leave it there. They just refuse to like trim it off. I don't get why. Maybe every two, three days, as I'm kind of tapering up my beard with my shaver, I'm, I'm removing some cheek hairs. I'll notice I've got like a couple of small hairs that there. And literally it takes one to two seconds to just do that. And you never have to be seen as the guy with like a uni brow. And that's not a good look at all. You don't have to do much with the rest of your eyebrows, but a lot of guys look way, way better when they get their eyebrows shaping up and you can just go to the barber and ask them to do this for you. I think we should jump in the pool. Yeah, we're gonna go jump in the pool. Oh, you can see all the garbage bags. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it this way. That was nice. That was very impressive. I don't know how. <laughs> I start walk up like this and then yeah, yeah. And like bring it over like that. Oh! 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 Yeah, so you're going head first. Huh? Yeah, so you're going head first. It wasn't as bad, but it still hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably 
Okay, let's talk about fashion and style. I've seen a lot of bad fashion advice online, particularly on Reddit. There's a subreddit that's like a very highly recommended, which is r slash male fashion advice. Every time someone's asking for like a, like fashion and style advice online, everyone recommends them to go to this page. I think it's also horseshit. I think the style that they show there is quite like dweeby, not even nerdy, but like the weird kind of nerd. Like, like I'm just being insulting, but the truth is you need to find your own style where you feel very comfortable and confident. And it isn't based on like someone who's so different from you. My style is generally like more of the athletic fit. I like to wear gym clothes in most places that I go to. And that's still, that works for me. There's been a bunch of people who tell me, like, oh no, but you should dress smart and you should wear like suits and shit. But it's like, that's not my style. It's not something that I actually want to do. I like wearing like comfortable tight fitting gym clothes that reveals my muscles. And that's what gets me like the attraction from the kind of girls that I'm, I'm attracted to. There's no quick advice here. You have to experiment, try stuff on, go outside with it, take some pictures, see the things that you feel most confident in, the things that you get the most attention from the kind of people that you want and have some fucking like truth to yourself and say, yep, I like to get positive attention from people that I respect and I'm attracted to. Of course we do. For me personally, I'll have a couple of pictures of the random clothes that I wear. I really like this one sleeveless vest that I've been wearing recently. It seems to like highlight my, my best features, probably like my shoulders, my lateral delts that I've really spent a lot of time on. It highlights them. The compliments and the attraction from women when I wear this vest, bro, it's fucking like a stupid amount. I've had girls like literally run up to me and just say, I'm not even gonna tell you because oh, he's boasting, shut the fuck up. And so your style and fashion is just gonna be based on trial and error. Anyone who tells you like, oh yeah, you should wear things like this. Don't understand how this actually works out in the real world because there's a lot of different people watching this. My advice to you would be very different to my advice to someone else because we have different styles that like different body shapes, different like attitudes and personalities. And so what works for me might not work for you. And it'd be so awesome if I told you, okay, wear this exact thing and you'll look good, but it doesn't work like that. Now I'm gonna do some specifying here. And if you fit into these specifics, then my style might work for you. If you are at somewhat of a low body fat percentage, you're quite lean to see your abs and you've got like good shoulders and arms and you've been going to the gym for a while, you have more of an athletic look. It's very worth showing that off through the kinds of clothes that reveal it. So these are more of like the athletic slim fit muscle fit shirts more of the tapered like jeans and shorts at the very least here is some advice that will work for 100 of the men watching this wear clean clothes that fit well which aren't dirty or creased that's like the lowest thing like the, the number one crucial thing you can do sometimes i get lazy and i'll wear clothes with like creases in or maybe like a little bit of like a dirty mark or something and like i feel like i'm aware of how negatively that affects my self-image as i'm navigating life you know that i'm spending the day outside where wearing some clothes which like don't look particularly like clean or just pressed you never want to do that you never want to step outside of your house unless it's like to literally go exercising in the park even then bro you never want to go step outside of your house looking like a mess you never know who you're going to come across and also if you don't want to think about other people and you just do things for yourself just the self-image of yourself as the guy who like yeah he goes out and doesn't care about how he looks you should always as a man on self-improvement consider yourself someone who takes pride in his appearance for accessories the general rule that i've had maybe some people would disagree is that gold looks good on brown and black skinned guys and silver looks good on like lighter pale white skinned guys accessories are one of those things that are a lot less significant than the rest of your outfit your appearance your physique but it's one of those where you 
can get like an easy point of attractiveness and especially it adds to like a certain style that you can go for. My recommendation is literally just go to some shop or like buy online on like Amazon. There's an online shop which I really like. It's called Crafted London. It's in the UK. It's the only place where I buy like jewelry from and it's, it's very affordable as well. Like both of these are like 30 pounds each, like $40 each. Buy a couple of pieces, necklaces, bracelet rings. Try them on and just see like, does it fit your style? If right now you're thinking, wait, wait, no, that's cringe. Like I wouldn't wear that. Then don't. If you feel like, yeah, I could probably rock like a ring or a necklace, like give it a try and just see how you feel. It's, it's one of those, like some people just love them. And like, I literally wear these all the time. I literally have not taken these off in months. Even this watch, I've not taken this watch off. Literally not taking this watch off. Like I sleep in it, I shower in it, I go in the pool in it. Literally since I got it. And to be honest, I don't wear this watch for style. I, I'm actually one of the very few people who can say this. I bought this watch to literally tell the time. In the modern day, we wear watches for like style and fashion. I literally bought like this digital, it's a digital like Casio watch. Literally because I wanted like the time to be in my face at all times as like a source of productivity and time management. I personally like like this kind of form of necklace where there's like two of them together and maybe you can get like one with a little pendant. I think it adds to the sort of sex appeal of the look that I go for even when I'm shirtless. I've noticed that girls seem to pay quite a lot of attention to the accessories that a guy has and if I'm ever wearing like rings on a date, the girl will literally always ask me about them and she'll touch them and she'll play with them and ask me like, oh, where's it from and everything. Fragrances like spray perfume is something that I'm quite new to as well. So if you want like a professional guide, go and find like some other YouTuber. I'm just gonna tell you what I've learned so far. I never used to wear these. I just wear like, you know, normal sports, like deodorants to not smell of sweat. That's actually a very important thing. Make sure you're hygienic, you're wearing deodorant and stuff. I'm talking specifically about perfume. I haven't covered like the hygiene part of things. Like don't stink in this video because I'm assuming that you're past that stage, hopefully. But <laughs> now is the time to really ask yourself, okay, am I truly past that stage? Do I smell or don't I smell? Because if you do, then there's other priorities right now compared to just fragrances and jewelry. I remember coming back from Dubai near the start of this year. I just spent a few days with Iman Gatsi and I came back, I was in the Dubai airport and I walked past, you know, like in the airports, they have like duty-free aisles of um, like sprays and perfumes. I had time to kill. So I ended up just like looking around, smelling some. And there was this one particular bottle that I bought that like, you know, it smelled really nice. And I thought, oh, you know what? Like I'm going to treat myself. It's, it's kind of expensive, not really in the grand scheme of fragrances, but it was like 90 pounds for the bottle. So, you know, it's expensive compared to, I never used to buy them at all, but it's not expensive because that's pretty much the average price, it seems like. The, the bottle I got, it's like a blue Versace bottle of fragrance and it smells nice. It's the one that I wear literally all the time and when it runs out, I'm gonna buy more. Now I know what you're thinking. Chances are you might have just heard that and you're thinking, wait, 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 it smells nice. Hamza's recommending it. I might go look at it. It's the blue Versace. Which one is it? Don't do that. My mindset, maybe I'm totally wrong because I'm not used to like fragrances, but my mindset with fragrances is a very like authentic way to go about which one to buy. You can go online and take the suggestion of someone else and I can tell you, okay, buy this one, buy this one. This is the best fragrance ever. That's kind of an inauthentic way because fragrance and the smells that you like is so authentic and relatable to you. It's a very individual, like specific thing, isn't it? So why not try this? Because it's so easy. I could recommend you two perfumes right now and that wrap up the video really nicely, but why not? Take some time to go to the shop and see which ones you specifically like the smell of. Because then it's kind of interesting because then the people who also like that smell weirdly have like the same nasal personality as you. And that's quite like, it's an extra like bit of, I don't even know what I'd call it, but it, in my mindset is like, that's more authentic. I want the spray that smells really nice to my nose because then the women and the guys around me who smell it and they like it also have the same kind of like nose as me compared to me just like seeing some guy recommend a particular one on YouTube and being like, yep, I'll buy that one because he said it's a good one. And so this particular bottle, the only one I've ever bought in my life, I had it in my room once and a girl like opened the bottle, it smelt it and literally said, oh my God, it smells exactly like you. 
So that's like a nice effect, what you can get, because smells are very, very important. So, so number one, make sure you don't smell like shit, but number two, have a consistent smell. I really like the idea of this. Have like the same bottle that you wear for like the same occasions, and so it's very consistent. So people kind of pick up like, yep, that's like Hamza's smell, but in a good way. And so you can get that kind of effect where when someone smells that particular perfume, it's like they think about you. It's a very nice effect to have. I wasn't going to include the hygiene parts of Lux Maxing, but it is fairly important, so I'll briefly cover that. I have got a different video on my channel i think it's called why girls don't like you it's maybe two months old from previously from this video if you want to go search that up but a few hygienic things i'd mention is number one when you wake up before you go outside look in the mirror there's a couple of like a fair amount of guys don't do this and that, that always baffles me look in the mirror you probably have like shit all over your like your lips and like you've got you know that shit like which gets like clout like here through like you know like eye when you're just sleeping you get like shit around your eye like the yellow stuff wipe that off Sometimes, like I remember being in college, there would be a few particular guys that you'd still see the sleep on their eyes when they come into the school. It just, it looks fucking gross. Like look into a mirror every single time before you step outside. When you're eating, make sure you don't have food around your mouth. And when you're done eating, make sure you don't have anything in your teeth. A lot of guys, especially like Discord and YouTube kind of guys, you'll know, okay, be honest, you kind of know if you're in this group. Are you like a kind of guy who's social and goes out a lot? Or are you the kind of guy who spends most of his days indoors on his computer or on his phone? Because if that's you, chances are you eat all of your meals inside and so you've never really had like the the need to constantly make sure if you've got shit around your mouth whilst you eat so my friend sam who's in there now he's one of those discord andies he used to live stream on twitch literally 16 hours like bad mental health and everything like full-on live stream on twitch and just play computer games for 16 hours a day He's living his life. He's transformed so much. He's in Thailand with me being a digital nomad, editing my videos here and like really enjoying life. And one of the things we've noticed with him is like his habit is to not even realize that he has like food around his mouth or in his teeth. He doesn't even like, it doesn't process in his brain. So every single time we eat, he asks me, okay, like we've got this kind of like agreement. I tell him every time we eat, he's just got food around his mouth and he doesn't even realize it because he spent so many years just eating inside, like at his desk. If you can relate to that, just be very conscious that when you eat from now on, not just till you go outside and you're eating in public, but from now on, even if you're eating inside, just constantly like take a bite of food and almost like wipe your face with like a, a, a tissue napkin. When you're done eating, look into a mirror, make sure you've got nothing in your teeth. There is absolutely nothing more distracting than someone having something in their teeth. Literally, there is nothing more distracting than having something in your teeth. Even Chad's, like a total Chad, if he's got a bit of food in his teeth, it's like you can't help but just stare at it and almost feel like repulsed by this person. If you're outside or somewhere where there's no mirror, literally just grab your phone on the front camera, just look inside. I do it like obnoxiously. I literally, after I'm done eating, I go like this, like... Just look around. Nope, nothing. Okay, I'm good. You don't want to like speak to someone. And you, uh, the times when someone has shit in their teeth with me, like you, you try not to judge and stuff, but you can't help but like just look directly at it and just not even pay attention to what they're saying. Again, make sure you don't smell, put on deodorant, have showers, wipe your butt properly. Most people don't do that. But the final thing I'll say is just nails. A lot of guys have like, I've said this on a previous video, a lot of guys have like overgrown, like weird, like dirty nails, you know, fair enough. That's fucking disgusting clean them but even long nails even long nails that are clean it's just a very weird look that i've seen like a fair amount of like sort of you know the video game discord kind of guys look at your nails right now this is about as long as mine will ever get this isn't to say to like pick them you know to bite them or to like make them stubs like some people's fingernail Ugh. but literally just trim them with a nail trimmer don't bite them don't like purposely bring them way higher and like they're all bloody and weird look stubby looking fingernails but don't let them grow too long 
it's just a very like unmasculine look and you can start complaining and say oh well i don't want to be masculine but chances are you actually do so take the advice if you want to or not it's very easy to overlook the importance of looks maxing and just say like people should like me for me but chances are if you've watched this far of the video you kind of realize like it is a very very important part of life and like i said at the start like you're being judged and valued on it no matter what if you're gonna be judged and valued on it then you may as well get judged positively for it it is in your best interest to see looks maxing, improving your physical appearance as a pillar of your self-improvement. Just as we have another pillar for improving our physical health, another pillar for improving our mental health, another pillar for improving our, our discipline and business and careers, another pillar for studying, another pillar for social. There should be a pillar, like a focus of ours, a, a dedication of half an hour to an hour a day to like think about our appearance. I think that has incredible ROI in the modern day. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah.